The Shorter Catechism begins by declaring that the chief purpose of our lives is to find endless holiness and happiness in God. Hello, this is Pastor James. Join me as I go through the Westminster Shorter Catechism week by week, unpacking what it means for us to be holy and happy. Each week at our church's evening service, we recite the Apostles' Creed together. One particular line that stands out for me is the one by which we affirm that Christ is now seated at the right hand of God, the Father Almighty. This seemingly mundane statement about an act that we might find rather ordinary, sitting down, actually conveys the truth of Christ's being situated in a position of highest honor and authority. To be seated at the right hand of God is to be highly favored as one who has completed his earthly mission perfectly and exceedingly well. Christ now sits at the right hand of God because his work of paying for the sins of sinners with his own death is complete. God's wrath has been satisfied and Christ's work of accomplishing redemption is once and for all finished. This week as we move from considering Christ's state of humiliation to his state of exaltation, we come to question 28 of the Catechism, which asks, Wherein consists Christ's exaltation? Answer, Christ's exaltation consists in his rising again from the dead on the third day, in ascending up into heaven, in sitting at the right hand of God the Father, and in coming to judge the world at the last day. As we learned in our lesson last week, for Christ to pick us up from the depths that our fall into sin and death brought us, it was necessary for Him to humble Himself to the lowest point that our sins deserved. However, the death of Christ was never meant to be the end of His mission to save His people. In fact, three days after his death and burial, Christ's exaltation was to begin. He rose from the dead in order to demonstrate his victory even over death, the final enemy. Now, the risen and ascended Savior sits at the right hand of God the Father, reigning from there, where he will remain until the last day when he shall come into the world again as its judge. For Christians, the exaltation of Christ is good news. Because Christ has been raised from the dead, we who are united to him by faith are assured of our own resurrection to glory. As Paul reminds us in Ephesians chapter 1, verses 19-21, to 21, the immeasurable greatness of the power of God toward us who believe is the same great might that he worked in Christ when he raised him from the dead 
and seated him at his right hand in the heavenly places, far above all rule and authority and power and dominion, and above every name that is named, not only in this age, but also in the one to come. Because of Christ's exaltation from resurrection to ascension to being seated at the right hand of the Father, Christians have hope that one day they too will be exalted to the very place where Christ now is. As Paul puts it, this light momentary affliction is preparing us for an eternal weight of glory beyond all comparison. As we look not to the things that are seen, but to the things that are unseen. For the things that are seen are transient, but the things that are unseen are eternal. One day, Jesus will return again, no longer as suffering Savior, but as conquering judge and king. On that day, he will pass judgment on all that is opposed to the holy will of God. Unrepentant sinners will be condemned, but those who hope in him will be, with him, exalted and glorified to the place of God's paradise, never again to suffer the effects of sin and the fall. On that day, we will forever be holy and happy with our exalted Lord and Savior. This program was brought to you by Pilgrim Community Church, a confessional Presbyterian church that meets in Cubao, Quezon City. For more information, please visit our website at pilgrimcommunity.church.